0: Welcome everyone to a special edition of Old Parsha, Parshas Yisroy. We're going to be sharing a number of very important insights of the Ben Ashri, the tzaddik of Ranan Rabbi Yitzhak and Hoberman, who we've mentioned. Vouchsafes, that anyone who says over is Devei Toira, he personally will pray for you and save the person from Tzara, Ba'olam HaZeh, Ba'olam Abba. And I'd like to share nine... Incredible insights of the Ben-Law Shriyan Parshas Yisraeli. Vayishma Yisroy. And Yisroy heard. Yisroy heard? Why are we calling him Yisraeli? Rashi says Yisroy was the name he was given after he converted. He was originally called Yeser, and then when he converted, he was called Yisroy. Well, then it should say Vayishma Yeser, Vayishma Ru'el. But not Yisraeli, that's not his name yet. What's going on over here? How could the Pasuk already say Vayishma Yisraeli? So the Tzarek of Renanah says he would like to interpret this based on an idea that he's developed in the past. That Yisroi was very cautious that the forces of Tumah, that the Klippos, would do everything they could to stop him from converting and joining the Jewish people. And had Moshra Benu not went out to greet Yisroi, who knows if Yisroi would have ever been successful in joining the Jewish people. Now, what gave Yisroi the idea to, in fact, go out and take the step to try to join Klal Yisrael. What gave him the courage? What gave him the, the support? The answer is, the Pasuk says, Vayishma, and he heard, you know what he heard? He heard Yisraeli. He heard that in the heavens, they're already referring to him as Yisraeli, in the heavens, where the past... And the future and the present are all the same. So in the heavens where the future has already occurred, they reckon him a Ger Tzedek Yisrael already, And that gave him the support to be able to convert. Vayishma, what did he hear? Yisrael, that they're already calling him Yisrael. Well, the Tzai says that he heard from the Ger Rebbe, K'varit Kedushas, that refers to the Ger Rebbe, the base Israel and maybe he said it over in the name of the Sarm HaKadoshim, based on the Gemara in Aleph, where the Gemara says, Ilfa and Rabbi Yochanan were learning, however, they fell on hard financial times, and they said, we got to go make a living. They were sitting under a faulty bridge, and they were breaking bread. And two heavenly angels heard, uh, uh, two heavenly angels said the following, let's go kill these Sadikim, uh, let's go kill these Tamikha because they are forsaking eternal life and are engaging in temporal life. So the other angel said, No, one of these Tamikha will rise to greatness. We can't kill them now. The Gemara says, "Rab Yochanan heard, Ilfa did not hear. Rabbi Yochanan said to Ilfa, you hear anything? Ilfa said, no, I heard nothing. So Rabbi Yochanan said, if I heard and Ilfa didn't hear, it must be, it's relevant to me, the message is to me. I'm the one who will become a great rabbi. And he went back to the Torah Academy. From this Gemara we see that sometimes two people could perceive the same thing and see the same thing. But one of them hears a message, the other one doesn't. That's because the message is for the one who gets it. Likewise, the Pasik says, "Va'yishma Reuven, Reuven heard. What did he hear? The Mepharshim say, he heard. The Ruach HaKodesh said, let's see whose dreams will come true. Therefore, Reuven said, if I heard the heavenly voice, then it's incumbent on me to try to save Yosef. Says the Gerareba, "Va'yishma Yisroi, if Yisroi felt and heard that he had this inclination to convert, he understood, he's having this feeling, he's perceiving it, because God is sending him the message. By the way, if you look in the Panam Yafais, the Hafla, the end of Parshas Balak, we have a similar idea, where he cites the Gemara of Ilfa and Rabi on the Pasik Vayar Pinchas. Pinchas saw. Why was it that Pinchas took the uh the Revenge of God into his own hands. Why didn't he let Moshe and Aaron do it? Well, says the Yafais, because Pinchas understood, why did I remember the halacha? And Moshe and Aaron forgot it. Must be, if I remembered and they didn't, God, God is sending me the message, I need to take the matter into my own hands. Similar, says the Yafais, to Rabbi Yochanan, who heard the heavenly voice and took up the cause into his own hands, he decided if I heard and Ilfa didn't hear, I need to return to the yeshiva. Now we move on to the second offering. Vayishma Yisrael, Rashi says, what did he hear? He heard Kriyas Yamsuf, he heard about Amalek. Well, why wasn't Yisrael moved by Yitzias Mitzrayim? Eh, says the Ben Lashi. Mitzrayim did not move Yisrael because the Egyptians ran after us and they ran out of steam and they faltered and they fell in the Yam. So maybe that was natural. And the Makos, yeah, Yisro didn't see it with his own eyes. He read about it in the Mesopotamian uh, daily. So, alaria. he didn't see it with his own eyes. So, he was able to rationalize. Prius Yamsaf, all the waters in the world split. Yisro's bathtub split. His cup of water split. The Medrash says, the Maharzu on the Medrish brings the name of the Zayar. The roar of water roared from all the water in the world. So this is something he saw with his own eyes. He experienced it personally. Therefore, he could not write it off, and that is why, in fact, it was Kriyas Yamsov that moved Yisray. Furthermore, not only that. If it just was Kriyas Yom Suf, he could have said, "Look, it could be that the Jewish people were saved." but maybe only through water, as Titus HaRasha said. Eh, this God, He only has power over the water. So through Melchemes Amalek, that Moshe made the sun stand still, this was a, such a remarkable miracle that this cannot be rationalized at all. So it was through both Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchemes Amalek that really gave Yisroi the impetus to convert. Offering number three. Yisroi heard, who's Yisroy? He's the priest of Midian. Priest of Midian. What's going on over here? He's a righteous convert. He's adding a parsha to the Torah. And all you could go, call him his great accolade is he's the priest of Midian. He's a uh, a priest. He's a cardinal. He's he, a leader in the world of HaVadah Well, says the Tzadik of Ranana, we know that when somebody does tshuva out of love, their sins turn to zechusim. Therefore, Yisra is called koyen Midyan. You know why? This is not an embarrassment. It is a zechus. It, it, it's accredited to his merit because the fact that he's a priest of Midyan is now nishapich to be a great zechus for Yisra. This is reminiscent in our humble sefer, Ampurim, Ma'gad HaRakiyah. We cite the Nesiba Yisra'a In his commentary to the Megillah, he wonders, why is it that Ampurim we make this big suuda if anything, that commemorates the Suda of the Jews in the times of Achashersh, which was a terrible sin and invoked God's wrath and brought us into the whole mess to begin with, why would we have a Suda to commemorate the sin? And the answer is, says the Nesivah, because since we repented for that sin, that sin is Nishapich it's transformed into great mitzvah and a great merit, and therefore we're proud of the sin, because the sin is transformed into a great merit for the Jewish people, and therefore we want to commemorate the sin of the Jewish people, which was mishapich to Zuchus, similar to uh, retaining the name Koyein Midyon, and says the Ibn is a Rashi Tevois, and the Soifei Tevois of Bayishma Yisroi Koyein midyan Choysein Moshe are Yechkam Avoin Venimne. The sin was wise and counted. We want to recognize and bring back the sin because in fact, the sin is something that after we do tshuva, we're in fact proud of it. Now we move on to the next offering, number 4, Vayishma Yisrael Well, if we take the words, Vayishma Yisrael Midyon that is, gematria, tokum Ha'ar, tofshin Tafshin, La'ayinbez, Yashar. You say, say what? What's that all about? Basically, Tokam Ha'ar, the light will arise, of Khafbez, of the 22 letters of the Aleph Bez, Tafshin, which was backward, la'aleph Bez, it will turn forward, Yashar, straight. What's this all about? So the Tzachar quotes, Rav, Shalom Sharabi, the Rashash that there's a concept that through sin, we you know, the Gemara Saitis says in Baf Gimel, it enters a person, a ruach of shtos, and his holy neshama departs. And then illuminating the body are no longer the 24 letter, 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet forward, but now they illuminate what is called or choyzer, backward line, retro, backward. And when you do tshuva, the neshama then illuminates in the body, yashar, which is the madriga of Aleph Beis, Gimel, So, when Yisroi repented, the light arose of the 22 letters of the Aleph Beis from backward to forward. By the way, there's a concept that on Shabbos, Shabbos allows us to rectify the light which we lost from shining forward and now is shining backward. On Shabbos, the light returns, is Shavas, to be able to shine Aleph Beis and that is why other Marishan, when he meets Kayin, he says, Mizmar Shir your light now is restored to forward, and now we uh, it is the Ur, which is Chhoizer from Aleph Beis, which used to be tough Shin. Further, fifth offering. Who is Moshe? Moshe is the son in law of Yisrael, married to Tzipairah. It's Gematria, Ba. He came and she wed the Mashiach, the Messiah, Kival Hatira, the recipient of the Torah, based on the idea, brought the Arizah, that the Mashiach will be none other than Moshe Rabbeinu himself. As Arachayim says, the word Moshe is Roshet Evois, ma Shahaya, Hu, that which was, will be again, namely Moshe Rabbeinu was the Goyal Rishayim, he will be the Goyal Achrayim. Vayishma Yisro, offering number six. What did Yisroy hear? Based on what Chazal say, Matan Torah. The Gemara Zvachim says he heard about the giving of the Torah. That's going according to the opinion that Yisro came after Kabalsa Torah. This is the meaning. At first, Yisro said, "Look, ultimately Moshe is going to come back to get his wife." But at Matan Torah, Yisro hears that God said to Moshe, "You stay with me. You can't go back to your wife." So Yisroi says, uh-oh, is not going to return to his wife. I better bring her to him. But the problem was that Yisroy said, you know, zivugan adam that it's very difficult to be a husband and a wife. And the Gemara Tzaytah says that's referring specifically to Zivug Shemi. Zivug rishain is relatively easier than pairing a um, uh Isha and Zivug Shemi. Zivug Shemi is Kasha Kekriyasi yamsuf. Ah, but then I heard about that Siyamsu, and he said Moshe Rabbeinu had an easy time splitting the sea. So if Moshe had an easy time splitting the sea, then him, his Zivuk Sheni, him reuniting with Sipaira, should be easy as well. Offering number seven. Chasan Moshe. Chasan Mosha's gematria, Tosh Egal. The Egal was weakened. Says the Salik Ranana. That refers to the Egal made by Yeruvam, who broke away from the Machas based of it. One of the homework. Um, characteristics of Malchus based David is enunciated in the Navi yermiah Parachaf Aleph, Pasuk Yebez base David Koyama Hashem, Dinoy Laboyker Mishpat David has to establish Mishpat. Now through Yisroi's suggestion of appointing judges that will solidify Mishpat, thereby solidify Malchus based David thereby diminish the Kayach of Yeravam and weaken his Egal that he erected. Offering number eight, penultimate offering of today, Yisrael took Tzipaira and returned her to Moshe after he sent her away. Asks the Chida, he quotes the Maharit HaRishayim, how could Moshe Rabbeinu take back Tzipaira but Moshe was a Kayain, says Gemara Zvachim Kofa'al Fama Beis, Moshe had a din of a Kayain. So says the Sagranana, he doesn't get the question because the Avoida did not rest in the hands of the Kahanim, But before the Hakama Samishkan, it was done by the So was not a b'char. He later became a Kayyin. So the same way, a Kayyin Hedyay, married to Almana, if he becomes a Kain Gadal, she can stay with him because she's grandfathered in so too. Even though Moshe beno yes has the status of a kohen, but he had already been married to this woman, and therefore he should be able to take her back. And the final offering for Parshas Yisro, the Benla Ashui Tzak Ranana Parshas Yisro, we have the two sons of Moshe, the Eishne Baneha. The first one is Ger shaim ki Amar Ger Ha Yisibi Eretz Nachriya. He said, "I'm a stranger in a foreign land." The Shem. And the Shem HaEchad Eliezer, the other one is Ki Eloi Avi the God of my father was at my assistance, Vayat Sileni, Mecherev And says the Sakranana, this is a well-known question, it's out of order. If the reason for the names of his sons were, A, God saved him from the sword of Parai, and B, he was a stranger, so the first son should have been called Eliezer, and the second one uh, son should have been called Gershim. Why call the first son, Gershom, because he was a stranger in a foreign land, which was when he already got to Midian, and then called the second one Eliezer, because God saved him from Pare. God had saved him from Pharaoh before he was a stranger in a strange land. Well, the Tzakranana quotes quotes, again, the Beis Yisrael, and the Beis Yisrael says an amazing pshat. Don't think that when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ki Gerho used to be at Tzachriah, he was referring to his stay in Midian. Because, points out the base Israel. By Eliezer, the Pasuk doesn't say, Ki Amar, that Moshe said, Ki of Avi B'azri. Ki Amar is only a phrase used in reference to the name of Gershon. Ki Amar implies this is always what Moshe Rabbeinu said. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu lived with the ideal that I am a ger in this world. I am only passing through this world. I'm a sojourner in this world. This world is not my permanent residence. I am a soul that permanently resides under the Kisei HaKaveh that came down to this world for a short amount of time to garner Taira Mitzvahs. As Dabranach says in Tehillim Kofiatesh, ger anoichi ba'aretz, that the tzaddik, his neshama, is the ikr, and he is mei and he's only a ger betachtoinim. i like to invoke the teaching of the Shalah HaKadosh, in the Shar HaOisiyos, Ois Gimel, Geros, Ois He, that the homar characteristics of, characteristic of the Avos Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, is they always reckon themselves as a Ger throughout their lifetime. Avram Avinu said, Ger V'soishava, noichim Achem. The Yitzchak, it says, Gor Ba'aretz Hazois, Yaakov, Shnei Migurai. So this was the hallmark characteristic of Abraham Yaakov and David and here also Moshe Abenu. Ger Nahriya was the vision and the trademark characteristic of Moshe as well and therefore the first son was called Ger The second son, Ki Elikei Avib Azri. Well, says the Tzalat uh, Ranana again quoting the Beis Yisrael, in 1963 the Beis added perhaps from the Chidusha Harim that at first, when Moshe's son was born, and the Jewish people's lives were hefker, and Jews were being massacred, then, so to speak, just like in the Holocaust, the living were jealous of the dead. The main, <laughs> the main benefit that Moshe, uh, recognized, and the primary cause to name his son was, he was a in Midyon, and afterwards he named his son, by the way, okay, God saved me from Paroi, but death would have been, uh, equally okay alternative. But now, in the time of... So originally, Moshe uh, Rabinu did not want to uh, give the name Ki of the Avi Be'ezvi Vayasileini Mecherev Paroi. It's only now, when Hashem is uh, hiring, commissioning Moshe Rabinu to redeem the Jewish people. So, Moshe Rabinu says, look, right now, Ki and now, retroactively, I'm appreciative. Now that times are turning. Now that things are good. So, now, my Shabinu could look back and show full gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch that avi Azri So, these are the nine offerings of the Ben Lashri and Parshas Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.